It's the Michelle the Trainer Show with your host, Michelle the Trainer. Michelle the Trainer. MTT is Michelle the Trainer. Aloha and welcome to episode 29 of the Michelle the Trainer Show. Today's very special guest star is John Sparks at I am John Sparks. He's been recognized on the 2016 list of powerful podcasters, big time bloggers, and social media stars who can make you famous with the push of a button. Sparks has been recognized as one of the top 100 social media power influencers of 2015, one of the top 50 most valuable social media influencers, 2015 with an estimated impact media value of $2.1 million. Sparks is also the founder and CEO, of course, of his own social media coaching and consulting company called Online Image Works. He's also an adjunct professor. He's going to tell us about that in the interview. He's got a lot of knowledge, really nice man. It was a wonderful interview. I hope you enjoy it and really take some notes because he talks about some interesting stuff. Have a wonderful day. Thanks. Aloha. You've heard all about him. Here is our Twitter social media guru, John Sparks from at I am John Sparks. Welcome, John. Aloha, Michelle the Trainer. How are you today? There is my aloha. How is Dallas? Dallas is epic. That's excellent. I have to give you all my Dallas people so that you can connect with them in Dallas. You were telling me all these things about Twitter that I didn't know. You have epic Twitter numbers organically. I use Twitter as a search engine and a, you know, like I could put you on a list. So I feel Mm. like I do some sort of complicated things. I make lists. I watch for specific hashtags. I'm not just in the river of Twitter and social media drowning in it. I thought I was a little bit organized. But I think you're more organized. So tell us about you and what are your secrets to success with social media? Well, so to tell you just briefly about myself, I've been recognized nationally as a top 100 social media power influencer of 2015. I've got a book called 365 Ideas to Go from Good to Great on Twitter, which is the number one Amazon bestseller. And in the book, Michelle, I share my secret on how I went from less than 800 followers, less than 800 followers, to almost 200,000 followers in less than two years without buying any of my own followers. So I share my secret sauce with my audience. In addition to that, I'm an adjunct professor. I teach courses in the subject matter of online journalism and media writing at the University of North Texas, which is near Dallas and part of the University of Texas system in the state of Texas. So that's a little bit about myself. And what I help people do is understand how to use Twitter and other social media platforms to grow their visibility for their personal brands or their business and get return on it and how to do it productively as well. So how can you do it on a time schedule? Yeah, because Twitter is, again, it's like a whitewater stream And it seems like you can post the same thing 10 times and people might catch one of them. You know, it's just like a raging river. Absolutely. And so I kind of look at Twitter kind of like you look at CNN headline news. And so it is kind of okay. Well, not kind of okay. It is okay to post the same thing multiple times. But 
when you do it. And how do you get the most bang for your buck when you do post things? And so what is the correct way to post things that's going to get the most engagement? Studies actually show that when you're sending a, a tweet out, if you send it out twice and one tweet you say, please retweet, and you spell out the words P-L-E-A-S-E-R-E-T-W-E-E-T, colon at the beginning of the tweet that people will actually retweet you and then send it out another time three or four minutes later without the please retweet because some people do not want to send it out with a please retweet but we'll see the tweet that says please retweet on it (laughs) and so it's giving them another option to send it out a different way and so when they send it out how, how do you handle that well you know great thing to do is to go back in and thank those people and crowdsource a tweet, put together a tweet that says, please retweet again. Wednesday shout out. Thank you for the tweet of my whatever tweet that I sent out earlier, however you want to refer to it and mention people's names, because then that way you're calling them out and it makes them feel welcome, special and appreciated. And when you've got a large following, it's building a community. It's about building relationships. Life is about relationships. Social media is also about relationships. And if it's not, it darn well should be. Agreed, agreed. We're humans. We're not robots. There has to be. That's one of the great things about the podcast is that I get the opportunity to reach out and actually talk and connect to people that maybe I only knew online. Absolutely. So is Twitter your only social media medium? No, it's not. No, it's not. So I believe in diversification is key in any successful social media strategy. So not putting all your eggs in uh, one basket and not trying to go too big or grow too big too too fast. I'm active on Twitter. I'm also active on Facebook. I'm also active on LinkedIn and also several, most of the other social media apps. Uh, you can find me at I am John Sparks on all the social media apps. That's brilliant. One name, one brand, one John Sparks. Aligned across the board. And that's one of the things that I talk about in the book is aligning your brand across the board so that when you don't have your business card on you and people ask where to find you, then you just give them one name and it makes it easy to to find you. Look, people will not look hard to find you in 2016. They just won't. And so you've got to think about your audience. It's not about you. It's about other people. And so one of the things, uh, one of the first things I talk about in the book is taking the word I out of your tweets and really focusing on the individuals that you're, or or not just tweets, but all your social media posts, focusing on others, realizing it's not about you, but dying to yourself and making it about your audience. And when you do that, you look at social media and life from a flip perspective, then what you'll find is that people will flock you and they're also going to flock you in droves. It's hard. I think maybe because in school, you know, as, as you know, what I did this summer, I mean, we were kind of brought up to do I this and I that. But again, as you grow and you want to be a solution provider for people, you want to uplift people. I mean, maybe that's all you want to do is inspire, motivate and uplift people. But it really has to be about the other person and solving a problem or, or uplifting them from where they are, not from where we are. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so the saying is, is that people reach out to people who reach out. And so reaching out to other individuals and going on Twitter, which is a phenomenal prospecting tool and following a certain number of people a day and giving them a certain amount of time to follow you back. And if they don't, then flush them and get rid of them. (laughs) And so I use a tool called Manage Twitter. What is it called? It's called Manage Twitter. Manage, spell it, please. Sure. M-A-N-A-G-E-F-L-I-T-T-E-R. Manage Twitter. 
flitter.com. Okay. And so you can go on to manage Flitter and you can get a pro account for like 12 bucks a month, I think it is. And then you can set up filters. And so I could go on there and say, okay, Michelle is a competitor of mine. So I want to see people that are following Michelle that are not following at I am John Spark. And so it will generate a list of all those individuals. And then I can use what I call my rapid click. It's a little app device that you can use on Apple or Macintoshes. And then I can set to, it automatically follows seven or eight people per second. And it goes through the list and it just follow, 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 follow. And then I give you seven days or all those individuals, seven days to follow me back. And when they don't, I get rid of, I flush them. And the reason why that's important, Michelle, is because you want to keep your account right side up instead of upside down. You want to look like the celebrities that are out there that have tons and tons of followers that are not following as many people as they have followers. You want to keep the follower number higher than the number of people that you're, fo than you're following. Correct, correct. Yeah, so we want to clean off the people that we, if we are following somebody. Now, again, for people that don't know Twitter that well, you can whitelist people. Like if you want to keep ESPN or CNN or Business Insider, you know, you might follow them and they may never follow us, but you can whitelist companies such as those. And that doesn't really affect. I just feel affected by if I'm following people and they're not following me, I also have programs that I use to clean that. Yeah. I mean, it's this whole idea, do unto others as, as you would do unto you. And so why follow someone if they're not going to, why ask? add to their millions and millions of followers. Again, it's a relationship, just like you White, said. It's a relationship. Exactly. So whitelist them, like you're saying. If you're interested in seeing their tweets, that's great. You know, put them on a list. What I tell people is don't put more than six people on a list. So that way you keep things compartmentalized and you can find them quickly when you need to. And you just call up the list and look at the list of all their tweets. And you can see all the individuals that are on that list. So whitelist well, smart. And so, then, yeah, so you can make your own list, too, of the people of, that you've uh, added. And then identify if they have followed you back. Absolutely. Brilliant. Now you're overwhelming me. Now I'm going to have lists of things to do when we get off the call. <laughs> so you were also mentioning to me, before we started recording, about something called Pixlr. Yes. Pixlr is a phenomenal. Well, wait, wait, wait. Let's go back one. So, rapid click. What is so? Manage Flitter is how we clean the people not following us. Rapid yeah. click. Does that just click, or does that click specifically well, to click to get? For you so you don't have to sit there and tap, 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 unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. So you don't want to sit at your computer and tap on the mouse or click on the mouse. Rapid click. But it's a mouse. Click. It's a mouse input tool. It's not really a Twitter tool. Correct. Okay, got it. Okay, just checking. So okay. you use that in addition to manage Flitter, both combined. Got it. And so it automates this process for you. So you can go off and do household chores or hop on another computer, your phone, and, and, and do something else and be more productive with your time. Excellent. Yeah, and then Pixlr. So you have an iPhone because I think RapidClick might only be a Macintosh app. It is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll look into it. And of course, as always, everything is in the show notes on michellethetrainer.com forward slash podcast. So, okay. So Pixlr, what do we do with that? <laughs> Love Pixlr, P-I-X-L-R. Why, why, why? So P-I-X-L-R, Pixlr.com is the free version. It's like the free version of Photoshop. And nice. so you actually create graphics on there. Now, the great thing about it is, like I said, it is free. 
where the other program costs money. This one doesn't. And in addition to that, it's also on iOS and Android. So you can use it on your mobile devices as well, where the other one, nah, yeah, not so much. So creating graphics that go along with your social media post. So this whole idea that social media is increasingly visual and the tweets that are going to get the most engagement have images tied in with them. And so creating images that enhance those tweets and are a reflection of whatever is said in the tweet is also said on the graphic as well. So say here, see here in the graphic. Excellent. And, but I do notice a Twitter is very friendly with words on a graphic. Instagram is very friendly with words on a graphic. Facebook counts the words on a graphic and does not seem to be so happy with that. Have you noticed that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And then clout. What, what do you use? We talked about the B word and the H word. For those of you familiar, if you're broadcasting or you have media or a podcast or a blog or you're an activist or whatever your thing is that you're putting out on social media, if you're creating content... You want people to see your content, read your content, watch your content. So a lot of us have, what did we call them, social scheduling tools? Yes. Yes. Scheduling tools. Yeah. So, you know, if, if I'm on vacation and I want to schedule, you know, um, happy Halloween and I know I'm not uh, in the office, I can use one of these tools to send out my day's worth of, of Halloween decoration, Mimi posts. So you do not like these, though. John Sparks? <laughs> well, yes and no. So my tool of preference is clout. And so when clout originally started, it was known as a tool to give people their measurement of social media influence. So on a scale of zero to 100, you could put in all your social media accounts into clout and it would output a score and let you know where you stand as far as your power of social media. I remember and that. K-L-O-U-T. Absolutely. Well, since evolves. And so instead of just doing that, it is also a great content aggregator. So for people that are looking for content and ideas to tweet out or even post on other social media accounts, it will allow you to put in areas of interest or expertise, and it will, based on your audience, let you know or make suggestions on different articles that you can send out to your audience. In addition to that, it allows you to schedule either those articles or your own content to send out. And so I use it to send out my content and the reason why is because some of the other tools assign links to your post when you send them out. And so clout doesn't do that. Your graphics actually show up in your photo and video stream. And you want that so when other people look through your pictures on your feed, they'll see them. And they won't have to click on links because people don't want to click on links. It's one more step that they have to go through. And again, it's about making it easier on your audience. Agreed. It is all about the audience. And so it suggests certain times based on your audience. It gives you three times throughout the day. And it also shows you a graphic chart 
based on those three times, what is the best time out of those three times so that you make sure that you get the most bang for your buck in what you're sending out. How long have you been using this? Since as early as I can remember. Oh, I started out with a different tool and then I switched over to this uh, as soon as I saw that you could schedule tweets on it. And again, the, the, the wonderful thing about this is you can use it on a desktop, but you can also download. It's got an app version as well that you can also use on, on your mobile devices on iOS or Android. So, and I'm wow. guilty. I didn't know. I didn't know. I used Cloud. Cloud used to tell me how wonderful I was all the time. And it gave me a certain title based on, you know, it was very nice. They told you how wonderful you are based on how much you connected with people or if you were an influencer. And, and um, yeah, I think I, I feel disconnected now from cloud. So I will have to look at cloud again. I did not know that they had new functionality. I'll bet you my social media listeners did not know that they had new functionality. So that is really interesting. So give me a specific example. And who have you connected with if you want to share um, through cloud? Is that how you well, become an ambassador for things? Yeah, yeah. Well, so, I mean, I am a brand ambassador. So, you know, we're talking about how you can use social media and how it, it, it monetizes itself. And it, it, it doesn't always turn into green, as um, a lot of people, you know, think of when we're talking about monetization, they think about money and, and, and so forth. But in addition to that, um, you also have the opportunities to be a brand ambassador for different uh, uh, products and services as, as well. So like I'm a brand ambassador for Ford. And so they don't necessarily send me a, or, or give me a paycheck, but they do allow me to use a vehicle. So when I'm going out and speaking out of town or uh, got speaking engagements or just driving around, uh, I'm putting miles on their vehicle instead of my own personal vehicle. That is a wonderful perk. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the other great things that because of being a brand ambassador, you, you get different perks like that. And that relationship started from your amazing social media capabilities. That's correct. That is really nice. Did the book come before or after that? The book came before. And that actually came by accident. That came <laughs> as a result of, yeah, I'm going to a speaking engagement and, hey, can I you know, borrow a car? I see that someone else is borrowed a car and has sent out tweets about it. What do I need to do? And it's like, okay, well, and then you develop this relationship and it's ongoing and here we are. And That is wonderful. So now will there be more books or are there speaking engagements or what is happening today in the world of John Sparks? So working on the second book right now, actually the second book is finished. It's written, it's been edited and I'm re-editing the second book and it should be out later this fall. So it's on its way out. More 365 ideas. More? Is that what the title? No, that's not the title. Can you it. tell us the uh, title or is it a super secret? Well, it's a working <laughs> title. It's, it's 365 ideas. It's a departure from Twitter. It's about relationships. You know, again, going back to this idea that life is about relationships. And so other tools that you can use, lesser known social media tools, because it's about not just being online. Your highest conversion rate when you're making sales will happen offline. And so how do you find these offline groups where you can make those sales happen? I think it's brilliant. I think we're at a, at a time where people wanted to make money while they slept. But again, we are not robots. And I think those of us who've been in the game long enough understand that we are humans. 
We don't want to be robots. We don't want to work like robots. We do maybe want to make money while we sleep, but there's a fusion. There's a fusion to be found there between meeting people and not just being addicted to staring at a screen or hiding. People want to be heard. You know, the audience, customers, people in our lives, it's good to still listen and connect and see people, meet people. It's just important. Absolutely. And I think it's great to encourage that. Absolutely. So you are just a plethora of information. John Sparks. I want to thank you again, John Sparks, for coming on and helping us and teaching us all of your super secret tools in the secrets of success with social media. And I'd love to have you back before your next book or if you're doing anything else interesting that we want to know. Absolutely. Let's do it. All right. Thanks so much, John. Thanks for having me. Okay. Bye-bye. Find us at M-I-C-H-E-L-E, thetrainer.com. Read Michelle's blog posts at engineeringwellness.com. At M-I-C-H-E-L-E, trainer on Twitter. 